Hey, welcome to Hardy Party of Five and a Half. Welcome. If you're watching right now, you can see that we have our Ranger baseball shirts on. We have matching shirts. We're we so cute, aren't we? Matching shirts on. Twinsies. I did have a little heart attack when we put these shirts on a second ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, did Here's she did. what happened. <laughs> I pulled this shirt that looks just like they're identical. Right? They're identical yep. out of my side of the closet. Now, there's this picture, like literally right up here on the wall, of me wearing this shirt. And it's not very tight fitting. It's like a nice, it's a nice comfy shirt. Yeah. So I pulled it out of my side of the closet. I put it on and it was a little more snug than I once remember. And it <laughs> caused me to look in the mirror and think terrible thoughts about myself. And so I was like, I gained so much weight. I have got to go on a diet, all of these things. And then you walk around the corner yeah, wearing a slightly looser than usual shirt that looks just like the one I'm wearing. And I quickly had the thought, check the tags, and lo and behold, praise the Lord above, you were wearing my shirt, <laughs> and, you and had I was wearing on. yours. Yeah. So being a size smaller, like this shirt that I was trying to fit my body into was a size smaller, and you were being, you had mine on when it, it, it fit you like, probably how you like, like loosely, but anyways, we had to switch shirts real fast because... And then when I put this one on, that's actually my size. I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so these are the tough behind the scenes stuff. we. I mean, tough stuff. To bring entertainment, infotainment to you. That's exactly right. So I appreciate you going through all that. What a roller coaster of emotions. It was stressful. I'm not going to lie. It was stressful. I thought I'm not eating dinner. I mean, like, I don't even, I was making all kinds of changes, but now I'm just back to myself. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all is right with the world. That's right. So today we are talking baseball, obviously, baseball. with our Ranger stuff. On. And yay, baseball's back. I know, finally. Woo. We could get into all that. Spring but training right starts now. tomorrow? Like, I think it started today. There's oh, some games. Uh, actually, on the 17th, I okay. think there were some games. Right. So, awesome. so we today are talking to someone that has done something that we, this is like big time, top of bucket list for right. us. We have and if chart. you can see, we have, we have chart a chart right back here. here that we scratch off, which is woefully unscratched. Unscratched. Yeah. I think that's a chart of all the stadiums in the major leagues. Right. And the plan is before we die to go to all of them. To go to all of them. I think we've been to 14. 14 out of 30 so far. 30. We've probably doubled up because we've been to both Yankee stadiums. So yeah, but they're that's not on there. You can't really count that. Yeah. So so we're halfway. I mean, that's yeah. terrible. We're getting there. We've that's had a terrible. we have busy lives. We do. So yeah. The problem is some of those are in weird places. Like like what? Like Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Ohio. What else do you do there? <laughs> I don't know. I need somebody to give me a list of things to do in Cincinnati that I can plan a trip around. I've done one show in Cincinnati, but I never left the hotel because yeah. it was busy. So I don't know what to tell you on that one. I don't either. But you can do Cincinnati and Cleveland. Pair those up. Okay. So I don't know what's another weird, weird location well just anything that's kind of in that what what you else just don't want to go to the mid it's East a, yes that's what there. it is it's that area yeah. that i'm like eh, i don't know but we got to we're gonna have to well we heard from our guest today that cleveland's a pretty nice stadium it's one of her favorites i know yes 
So our guest today is Susie Hunter. She is an influencer. You should follow her on social media right now because she's so much fun. She's not just like, oh, look at my cute outfit. She's like <laughs> very sports minded. Yeah, she, she does, does a little some, bit of everything. She does some cool yeah. stuff. She was like test driving a truck for Toyota. I mean, on the ice, like it was really cool. Yeah. So you should totally follow her. We, I really enjoy like scrolling through her social media. And she has a lot of helpful hints and cool things that she does. And one of the things that she did, she went to all the stadiums in a year. Yeah. Like we obviously are not going to be doing that in a year, but in a lifetime, we hope to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope you enjoy our conversation with Susie Hunter as much as we did. We are kindred spirits and now we're BFFs and also family. <laughs> <laughs> Just in like 30 minutes, it all happened. That's right. Yeah. Here's our conversation with Susie. Look at you guys and your matching range. Oh my God. I want my hands <laughs> now. Oh Girl, clean that room up. <laughs> I should have worn my Rangers hat. Um, like so, look at this mess behind me. I'm actually <laughs> spring training tomorrow, but I'm super oh, yeah. excited to see Rangers spring training because I think they have a super exciting team. Yes, I know. Finally, after about ten years of nothing, we might have something here. Hopefully, you guys live in Arlington. Uh, we did for a long time. Now we live in Burleson, a little south of Fort Worth. Oh, okay. Okay. So when I was, um, hi, how are you guys? Hey, hi. how are you? <laughs> when I was eight years old, we actually lived in Arlington for a little bit. And it was really? right when the ballpark was first built, the, the old new one. Um, yeah. So it's like crazy that I actually never got to go to it because we only lived there during the off season. Um, so then by the time I got back to Arlington for my road trip, it was like, there's already a new one. This There's is kind of crazy, but okay. There's been <laughs> but three. Anyway, hi. Yes. Hey. <laughs> There's been three ballparks of, in Arlington since since we since, since I've we been got here. married. Yeah. yeah, which has been that, thirty years. That's yeah. a lot. You you guys have been married for thirty years. We yeah. have. Yeah. No, you look like you've been alive for thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all well, look great. You. I love it. No, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> We've been, we actually we actually got married on a softball field. 30 years ago in August. And so, yeah, we, we play a lot of sports at our house. We have three boys that are pretty much grown now. So, but anyways, yeah, big wow. baseball fans. Oh, okay. you guys are the best. You guys are my people. <laughs> <laughs> we're, awesome. we're a tribe. We're a sports tribe. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited to chat with you guys. <laughs> Great. Okay, Susie Hunter, we're so excited to have you on Hardy Party of Five and a Half podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yes, we. I'm excited to talk to you because you've done something that's bucket list. Actually, I don't think I could do it in one year bucket list. It'd be hard to do it in one season, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be hard to do in one season. Our, our bucket list is to go to a Little League World Series game, a College World Series game, a Major League World Series game. What else did we say? A Women's Softball World Series game and Cooperstown all in one, in one year. So that yeah. seems a whole lot more doable than what you've done. <laughs> what I did is like, it's a, it's a commitment. Like you have to commit to it all season. Commitment. Like it's a lot. <laughs> I've been trying to get Scott to buy an RV and go on the road. He's not committed I yet. I could do it for summer. Listen, we could do that. Do you see what we're missing out on? I know I could do it for summer. I can't live in an RV. <laughs> all right. You need to pray. We can this. take this offline. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to jump right in with some questions for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was in Philly for business this week. So I went to a 76er game. Nice. And that was quite an experience because I think I had more fun listening and 
listening and watching the fans than I did actually watching the game because <laughs> they like live and die on every play. Like if a guy makes a good play, he's their favorite player. The next play, if he messes up, he's a jerk and other words that we probably don't want to. <laughs> family friendly. Here. Family, family friendly. friendly. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I'm pretty sure no Philly fan has ever used the word jerk. It's other form <laughs> right. of yeah. that's, that's <laughs> true. A family show. Yeah, yeah. family show. So I was just because you grew up in Philly. So tell us why are Philly fans? I love that they're so passionate. So why are they yeah. so unique? Oh my gosh. Well, they are the most intense fans. I always say though, that is what makes Philly the best sports town. And you you really, you captured it pretty nicely. It's like we live and die on every single play. Um, There's just, there's nothing like it. And I think like the Northeast in general is very intense. So like a lot of like those (laughs) fan bases in the Northeast are kind of like that. We're really aggressive, but something about Philly, you know, it's like, we don't get as many wins as, you know, the other markets do. So like, when it's bad, we're feeling real bad. But when it's good, we are so obnoxious about it. And it, it, it's a cool, it was a cool place to grow up for sure. Yeah. I think she's right about the Northeast because remember we went to um, Yankee Stadium, which we have a lot of stories about that, but they, that was right like around the time they were throwing batteries. Do you remember when they did that oh, yeah. from right field, they were throwing batteries on the field and we were like, wow, I hope we don't get hit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's so funny. Like I, you know, I lived in New England for a really long time. I worked in Hartford for a long time. So I know a lot of New York fans and a lot of Boston fans, but like every once in a while, like a Boston fan will come up to me and be like, oh, Philly fans are the worst. I'm like, I feel like we, you're looking in a mirror. Like we're the same <laughs> flavor of fan. Like we're all yeah. the worst. Yeah. Um, so you can't call me the worst because like you right. should. Exactly. But yeah. I think that's what's different here. Like we're more laid back in the Texas area. So our fans are more like, yeah, kind of chill, which I wish we'd get a little more. Yeah, up. you could, you would, you would probably like that. A little yeah. More well, not like throwing batteries, but somewhere in between <laughs> somewhere there. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. A happy medium where you're not committing a crime. Would you <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Really Excellent. I don't want you to go to prison for anything. For for going to the game. (laughs) Not a good idea. So you're an avid baseball fan. Yeah. So tell us what is it about baseball that makes you love it so much? And kind of tell us about like if you can remember your first game you went to. Oh, you know what? What I remember from like my first baseball games, I just remember like our parents taking us to Phillies games and we would go to uh, Wilmington Blue Rocks games because those weren't those aren't far from Philly either. Um, And I just remember like as a kid, like no one paid attention. And that's like the good thing about, you know, especially minor league baseball, too, is that like you can bring your kids and like it's really not a huge deal if they're not paying attention. Uh, But like I I was also like classic ABD kid. So like I was all over the place. But then as I got older, like I really started to appreciate it. And my my grandfather was a huge baseball fan. He's actually from the Boston area originally. So he was a huge Red Sox fan. Uh, The only Red Sox fan I'll tolerate, I guess. But um, Um, he was a huge baseball fan. So like anytime we were in the car, we'd be listening to the game on the radio and like, I just grew to love it. And then like, you know, as I like reached my college years, that's when the Phillies were actually really good and won a world Mm -hmm. series. So it was like a little easier to definitely, um, enhance that passion. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, I realized I loved being around it 24 seven and then I made a whole summer out of it. (laughs) That's so crazy. And that's what we want to get to in summer of 2021, you quit your job hit the road for charity and went to every major league stadium. 
Mm-hmm. I need to know so many things about this, but tell us what made you do that. Yeah. So uh, let me bring you back to about a year ago. So actually, um, yeah. So a year ago, I left my job. I was working in TV as a reporter um, and reporting for the pandemic burnt me out like crazy. Like on the best days, that is a job that really wears you out and takes a lot out of you. So um, working through the pandemic, I was on the morning show and you know, separated from my family. You know, I was I was hurting mentally for sure. So I was like, I need to take a step back or this is going to start affecting my work. So I left um, and then I was like, well, this would be the season to do the road trip I've always wanted to do. Um, And like, you know, I was talking to friends and family about it and they were like, well, like you should definitely do it this year then because who knows what's going to happen with the CBA next year. It's like, okay, glad I did. Um, So yeah, like I just, I realized that was the opportunity. That was the opening. And I just, I had to go for it. And it was an easy decision because it's, something that every baseball fan has dreamed of doing. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. that sounds like an easy yeah. decision. The next decision doesn't sound like so easy to me. I'm such a logistical person. Mm-hmm. I like all the details planned of a trip. And I want to know how you logistically went about this. Like, what did you fly, drive? How did you decide where to go? Putting all those schedules together. Did you have a poster board somewhere in your house? You wrote all this out on? I, you would have had a poster board. I, I would need a poster board. Yeah. Yes, I probably yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. So I'm so glad you asked. I love talking about how I planned this. I'm not, I don't love to plan. I love to show up somewhere and wing it, but I knew this is not the kind of trip where you can just wing it. First of all, before I even hit the road, I was like, I need to make sure that it's possible to actually make it to all of these. Cause I also, I waited until May to actually start the trip because (laughs) my sister got married in May. I wanted to make sure I was fully vaccinated just so I didn't have like that to worry about. Um, So like once I actually got started on the road, I was like, let me just make sure I can actually like do this before I leave. Uh, So I sat down, I had like 60 tabs open on my Chrome and (laughs) I like looked at the schedules. And so like, I kind of, I planned it Mm -hmm. out in blocks. So I started in the Northeast because at that point I was staying in Philly at my mom's because um like it was heading up to my sister's wedding um so yeah I did like all the northeast and then I did like the south I did you know Atlanta Florida Texas uh and then I knew I needed to make it to Coors Field for the all-star game um so then I made sure I was there for that and then I circled back and did the midwest went through Denver again and then did the west coast um so I mapped it all out you drove? And I drove all of it. So I didn't oh do my. the RV thing. I did not do the RV. I was thinking about it, but then, well, for two reasons. One, RVs got really expensive because a lot of people have the flexibility to work from home. So van life yeah. is a whole thing. RVs got expensive. The other thing is I've never used an RV. I'm like, okay, so I can't just like be driving around by myself in a thing that I don't know how to use. Like I've never camped in my life. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to make it easy on myself. I'm going to drive in my car. I'll stay with people if they're on the way or if they're in a city that I'm going to. And if not, I'll get a hotel and just like worry about the money later. Yeah. I think RVs aren't really the cheapest way to go. I mean, especially gas now, but even before gas was a situation, like they are really not cheaper to travel in. I mean, you kind of have to, you kind of have to want to do that with purpose. Like yeah. it is more reasonable yeah. to stay in a hotel. So what was your long, what was your longest drive on the trip? Oh, good question. So uh, the drive between Florida and Texas was super long. Uh, because, well, one, I knew I needed to get to a game in Houston on a certain, or no, I did I go to Arlington first. I need to get to a game in Arlington. Um, oh, yeah. So like, I didn't have like a lot of days, but like 
now I know my driving limit for a day. So like yeah. now I know if it's more than eight hours, I, I can't do it by myself in a day. Um, okay. But I had like 10 hour drives. I had like two back to back 10 hour drives, but yeah. with like shopping and like getting gas and getting yourself meals, like they turned into like 13 hour days. And I was yeah. not a happy person pulling up to the yeah, hotel. I was sure. very cranky. So I was like, okay, I will never ever drive that long again <laughs> especially through that little i-20 corridor it takes forever to get through texas and i don't know did you spend the night in jackson mississippi because you know they're safe oh places to stay <laughs> yeah no um where did i stay i stayed in mobile alabama oh, okay. that, was, that was my halfway stop yeah okay that's good Tampa and arlington it's so long because even when you're driving to florida it's like you cross the border and you're like we're we're almost to orlando no you're actually only halfway there and the same with yeah. texas especially Especially going to Houston, it's like it's just they're so long to cross those states. Oh, so yeah, I know <laughs> you went to Arlington. So what did you think of the new stadium? Actually, stadium? I will say um, that is one of my favorite stadiums that I visited. I I mean, it's super weird <laughs> looking on the outside. It's super weird looking on the outside. I'm like, okay, yeah, it is. is. It looks weird. like a like a warehouse or something on the outside. I've been describing it yeah. as a weird convention center. Right. <laughs> so yeah. It looks super weird and off-putting on the outside, but then you yeah. go inside, and I'm like, this looks and feels like a ballpark that's outdoors. Right but not in the Texas heat. Um, and I, I was very grateful that I got a tour and I got to learn like about all the ins and outs. And I was like, this stadium yeah. is a modern marvel. I'm like, this is insane. This is like the future of ballparks right here. Um, I, I loved it so much. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of tours off question, did you tour most of the stadiums you went to or did you, was that hard to do? It was actually kind of hard to do. It was kind of hard to coordinate, especially oh, early in the trip, just because it, it was COVID. Like we're still yeah, in a pandemic. True. So either like those people maybe got laid off or like never yeah. got back to me, but like, it was just like, it was really hard to coordinate. And some teams were just like, we're not doing that not right doing now. That. I can't yeah. help you. So yeah, it was definitely interesting to doing a yeah. trip like this right. during a pandemic and the yeah. waning and waxing of it all. Yeah. I find the stadiums I have like a higher appreciation for are ones that we've toured. Like you kind of get to know the stadium, Arlington. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've toured a lot of them, but Arlington, like they take you to that speakeasy, the throwback to the speakeasy place and yeah. the Arlington stadium. I mean, there's some stuff around here that we, that I think is so cool too, but I think there's a deeper appreciation when you can tour and see like all the ins and outs and the whys, you know, of mm -hmm. why things are there. So yeah, so, oh, definitely. Yeah. So what are some of your like favorite memories of the trip? Oh my gosh. I mean, the whole, first of all, I can't even believe I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't either. I want to do this. <laughs> um, one of the like underrated favorite parts of my trip. So like, you know how you have friends who will like move all over the country and you always say like, oh, I'll definitely come visit you. I actually went and visited all those friends, every single one of them. <laughs> So I was you like, you can't, call me a, you can't call me a liar now. Like, I actually made it happen. Yeah. Thank you for letting me stay in your guest room. Um, <laughs> so just like getting out and like getting to see like friends that like I hadn't seen in a while, especially like after a pandemic, not seeing anyone right, um, yeah. was yeah. so special. Um, and then just I love baseball, like getting to be immersed in it every single day for yeah. like five to six months was insane. <laughs> who so are some cool. of your favorite players right now? Like, who do you like to watch? Oh my gosh. Okay. So my favorite player right now is Vladdy. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is like absolutely one of my favorites. So when I was a reporter in Hartford, I covered the Hartford Yard Goats. They play in the same league as the Blue Jays double A team. So I saw a lot of those guys coming through and they always wrecked 
by Hartford Yard Goats. Um, so like, it was actually really funny. Um, so I kind of low key love the Blue Jays. I appreciate them so much, but I got to see them in two different home stadiums because they did not start their season in Canada. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah. when I mapped out the road trip, they were in Buffalo and like, that was where they were going to be for, you know, as far as we could see. So I was like, okay, great. Now I got to go all the way up to Buffalo and see like this major league team play in a minor league stadium. I've already seen right. all these guys play in a minor league stadium, <laughs> but like, this is a different one. Yeah. Um, so like got to see, got to see him hit a home run an absolute <laughs> bomb. That was fantastic. Um, and then like got to see them again because when Canada opened back up, I was like, okay, great. Now I have to tack Toronto on to the end of this trip. Um, yeah. and that I actually, that was the only stadium I couldn't drive to because to get an expedited passport, you have to have flight itineraries. So oh, no, no, no. Okay. I flew to that one. Um, and also just traveling to Canada with all the pandemic stuff already super complicated yeah. um, so I was like I'm fine with not driving across the continent again <laughs> yeah. um so yeah seeing the Blue Jays a bunch of times was a lot of fun because I like low-key love them yeah that's awesome we um try to do that too like we always try to like uh, we need to see a stadium it's like what who do I know that lives there that we can stay right, with yeah also I'm a hairdresser by trade so I'm like if I bring my scissors and cut your hair can we have a room and so we have a little bartering situation happening <laughs> wherever we can get to it works it does work yeah. in most cases it does work <laughs> i love it i do not have that i'm just like i have my sparkling personality and yeah. that's it i, I can, can trade you, you sell it you sell it you sell it well. <laughs> <laughs> okay you're a food stadium connoisseur mm -hmm. what is nacho scout i want to know where to find that yeah yeah and then also like what are what were your favorite foods across all the stadiums and what makes a great food to you like is it price point is it ingredients is it like what are you just you would want some like nasty nachos covered in slop like what do you what is it oh my gosh i will say okay so my favorite ballpark food across the whole country the monster nachos at coors field specifically the ones in section 110 are the perfect nachos. Okay. Um, so nice. I love I love the course field nachos though. Um, so like they're the perfect portion. They're in one of those like sleeves that are like you know just about the size of like two of your hands. So it's not like a huge helmet. It's not like a crazy presentation, but it's a good portion because if you've got a helmet full of nachos, all those chips at the bottom are just totally okay. naked. Like it's they're kind of a waste. <laughs> but there's no wasted space <laughs> on the Coors Field nachos and plus they have a green chili queso that you do not get at other ballparks everyone else has like the orange nacho yeah. cheese yeah. and like you know that's good and all but like the green chili queso is so where it's at um so that is my favorite and it's also it's under nine dollars so like it's really? a good price oh, the perfect portion yeah and it's delicious um perfect. so that is like my gold standard of a ballpark food um <laughs> i love them that being said okay i know you want to know about nacho scout i could talk about nachos forever um a few years ago my best friend amanda and i we were sitting around, we were talking about like, oh, what would our dream jobs be? And I was like, God, like, imagine if we could just like go to ballparks and have a show about the food. And she was like, well, why don't we just do that? She's like, we could just do that. Like, cause we both worked in TV. So yeah. like, we're very capable of producing television. So we started <laughs> a, a web show where we just went and, and did it. And we would do it at minor league ballparks. And like, they're so much fun to work with because they just like love having coverage, even if it's just two girls on a blog. Yeah. Uh, but then we ended up doing like, we went to the majors. Like we did a video with the Phillies. We worked with the Eagles. We worked with the LA Rams. <laughs> so like, we like, 
got a lot of traction and like things are going really well. And then of course the pandemic happened and we, right. we genuinely wanted to do more food videos this summer, but we couldn't get access. Yeah. So, we couldn't yeah. Get in. so it's like, it's kind of a shame too, but like people always ask me like, Oh, so like, what were, what were all the good foods you tried? I'm like, well, like we didn't really do the nacho scout thing this summer. And also like, Ballparks didn't have all of their concessions this year. They definitely scaled yeah, everything really back. Yeah. 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 When we went to um, Kaufman, we, one of the things I remember there was so unusual. They had like chocolate covered strawberries on a stick. Isn't that what it was? It was like a, it yeah. was like a kebab. Have you, yeah, did, it was a kebab of fruit with chocolate. Like, I've never seen this at yeah. a ballpark. It was like so much healthier ish with the chocolate. Ish. Yeah. Uh, you know? yeah. Yeah. And that was really good. But one thing I think you'll think is interesting when we went to that, when we went to the Yankee game, I went to get some nachos and I, and I got in Texas, which I think you've been around in Texas for a while. Um, I had a bowl of red and yellow corn tortilla chips. Okay. They had never seen red chips. And in Texas, you can get red, purple, green, blue, and shaped like Texas chips, like any type, any kind of chip you want here, but they had never seen them. So even the woman that handed me and sold me the nachos said, I don't know what those are, but <laughs> here you go. Cause then they were new At Yankee Stadium? and then I'm, yeah. yes. And then I'm walking back to our seats and somebody stopped. What are you eating? I said, they're, <laughs> they're just red chips. Are they tomato flavored? No, they're just red tortilla chips. I sit down, somebody taps me on the shirt. What are you eating? I'm like, they're literally <laughs> red tortilla chips. <laughs> I mean, they've Wait, never seen before. so funny. It was so funny. I just will never forget that. I'm like, you people have never seen any color of tortilla chip besides yellow. <laughs> Um, I mean, like, come on, go to the grocery store. Like they have them there. Um, But it is so funny how most ballparks, I mean, they all have like, you know, the same, you know, food service providers. Like there's only so many companies that like run concession stands, but like they all have like the yellow round chips. Like that is like the classic ballpark nacho chip. Um, So I'm surprised that you had it multicolored chips well, they must have ran out and just grabbed something and they I went to costco and grabbed yeah something. costco is <laughs> i don't know so okay. at the ranger stadium what did again last year the food they weren't making as much food as usual but what did you like at ranger stadium um i did try the yeah. yeah yeah so i did try the nachos and they were solid i mean no yeah. queso of course but mm-hmm. i like i liked those a lot um i'm trying to like what else I ate I remember the bar there was really great um yeah. I still have my my souvenir cups I have like the tin cup with a little yeah. Texas flag on it because <laughs> if you're in Texas everything has the shape of Texas printed on it and I love yes, that it does. <laughs> very recognizable state I think you're gonna have to take that green chili queso in a little Tupperware when you go into ballparks to like put every nacho on equal footing because it sounds like that was a game changer for that oh my god it's such a game changer and i'm so happy that i live in denver now so it's like oh i can i can have that in a couple of weeks and i'm for super sure. excited for it okay so we have your top food but what are really your top five foods we want to hear a few more different ones that you really loved Ooh. okay well i mean i'm such a nacho snob so it's tough to okay so like what else did i eat that i liked um okay so cleveland was another one of my favorite stadiums in general i had such a great time there um but they had this stand and it was like rice bowls it was almost like a chipotle but they did like these like chicken and rice bowls that were i think like they came out to like 13 bucks so like you know not cheap but like for the food you got i'm like this is like a meal like i was so full it took me like the whole game to eat it so i was like okay that was like a good deal and like, it was really tasty and like, it feels like it was a little healthier. Um, definitely needed to try healthy options. Cause otherwise, like I would have like not survived the road trip. 
for sure. <laughs> how long did it take you on the whole road trip from start to finish? How long did it take? Start to finish. So I started at the beginning of May. I started May 6th. Um, and then I, it went up all the way to the last day of the regular season. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And that was Toronto then, your last one? Toronto was the last stop. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I also had like, you know, I made sure that I had like some wiggle room in between. Like, you know, when you're planning a trip like this too, um, it's like, well, I mean, yeah, weather happens, of course, but I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen with COVID. If they cancel a bunch of games, like, I don't want to trek back across the country to like get to a stadium that I miss. So like, I had mm -hmm. like wiggle room everywhere. So that's also like kind of why it took me like five, six months to get through. Right. Do you um, try to hit some of those minor leagues too along the way, like in that, or you do that otherwise just in, I, I wanted to, but I didn't have time to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I that bet was you the did thing. <laughs> yeah. So like, I feel like I kind of like, yeah. all that driving takes so much out of you. Uh, it really yeah. does. I'm like doing it like every day for six months, like eight hour drives. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm tired. Like at, after like my last game in Toronto, I was just like, Oh my God, I'm so tired. Like it just like hit me all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah. Which is what's funny about driving and because you're just sitting there, but it just, it's the most exhausting thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, you gotta pay attention, make sure you're not like, you know, killing anyone on the yeah. road. Yeah. Sure. Not getting too tired. Last yeah. year, we housed a minor league, couple of minor league players here at the Cleveland Railroaders, and they, they, each had a room at the house and that was a lot of fun having them. Their schedule was absolutely insane. They played a hundred games in 120 days. It was really crazy. So they yeah. were just, no, the minor we leaguers, do what? Oh no, I was going to say those minor leaguers run like no one else. They do. They really do. We barely saw yeah. them really. And we also yeah. got to go. Have you been to Cape Cod leagues? You know, it's crazy. Like I've lived in New England for so long, or I did live in New England for so long, and I've never seen a Cape League game. So um, I know it's crazy. Um, I get over there. myself, but <laughs> one of these days. You got to get over there. We really enjoyed being there. That that's just very old school. Walk up, everybody's got their dog and a picnic basket and a blanket, and it's it was really small town, hometown, nice feel. Yeah. We actually met a girl there that we're sitting at this game and sitting next to us is this couple and they don't really like to talk to each other up there. They don't like interact with you like they do in Texas. You you sit down and when you walk past people at the ballpark, you say, how's your mama? You know, like everybody's meeting everybody, but up there, not really. And so finally made on, I was determined to make this guy talk to me. I was like, you will have a conversation with me from Texas before the end of the night. And finally his wife turned around and she was friendly. He, she, he said, he said, uh, where are you from? And I said, we're from Texas. He said, oh, my wife's from the Midwest. She's friendly like you guys. <laughs> but we made friends. Yeah, with him. Turns out yeah. our middle son is dating a girl um, that plays volleyball and their daughter plays volleyball against them. And they were coming to Oklahoma City. And so yeah. we had dinner with them when they came to Oklahoma City. I said, I what? knew we were going to be friends. Yeah, we what? were going to be friends. <laughs> I know. So anyways, it is very small town. Anybody just walks up and it was a great time. Well, I think that goes back to what you were talking about. Your favorite thing in baseball is just the community of it. Mm -hmm. And that's just that story is just like everybody just got together, watched the game. And now you have friends. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, and it was definitely so special going to every ballpark, like, after no one went to games last year. And, like, just, yeah. like, especially those, like, early, like, those games in May where, like, for a lot of people it was their first game in, you know, more than a year. It was just, like, yeah. it was emotional. It was really moving. Because baseball, <laughs> we just know, is so much more than baseball. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when you go to a stadium and you're kind of, like, when you go to any stadium in your mind, you're kind of rating it, like, 
any baseball fan is kind of like, okay, what do I like about the stadium? So, mm-hmm. so what do you look at when you're going into a stadium that like, is it, you know, the seating, bathrooms, or for me, bathrooms are important. You like, are? I want a clean bathroom. What? I don't even care about that. <laughs> I want a clean bathroom. You're such a girl. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or like in-game entertainment, like some stadiums do better half-inning stuff than others. So what do you look for when you're going? Yeah. So every time I go to a baseball game, the first thing I do is I like do a lap around the ballpark so I can just like get a feel for where everything is. And like, I always try to get there right when the gates open too, because like, you know, especially like on this trip, I'm like, I'm not, I might not be back here for a while. So like, I really better make the most of every second that I can be in here. Uh, So, you know, I like to do some laps and scope out the food. So like, you know, food options are important to me. Um, you know, ease of walking around. Some stadiums are a little more cramped than others. Um, one thing, so like, for example, when I was at Wrigley, you can't even do a full lap around the park. They stop you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, well, I hate that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm paying all this money to be at Wrigley and I can't even see all of Wrigley. And then I'm going to sit in my seats. I can't even see the field. So, <laughs> like, why am I yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. They haven't um, had, they haven't had lights for too terribly long, right? Like 88. Yeah. <laughs> the stadium lights. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I like, I like ease of walking around. I like, you know, I don't like to wait in lines that are too, too long. I'm like I'll wait in a line, but like, if I'm waiting like more than an inning, in a line for food it's like okay this is like taking away from my experience um so yeah that that stuff is super important to me um I love in-game entertainment too like I just love when teams get creative with stuff um the pirates the Pittsburgh pirates have a hilarious uh pierogi race and the intro video of for it is the funniest thing I've ever seen (laughs) really okay it's very intense it's like it's like these like giant pierogies are like stealing a truck it's hilarious <laughs> it's so intense i um recommend that you google it and okay we'll have to youtube that one that's funny that's awesome i love it yeah it was what just like it was something so simple but it was just like yeah. one of my favorite memories i'm like what am i watching right now this is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> well i think the if i'm correct chuck morgan started the dot race in texas i think oh. that we have so What's it have to do with that? Huh? Well, that, he, that's his, like, I think it's maybe fifth or sixth inning. He does the dot oh, race in yeah, between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's delightful. It's delightful. That's the great thing about baseball. You've got time to do stuff like this. Right. Well, yeah, and I even like minor leagues because they do a whole lot during the half inning, <laughs> yeah. which can be hilarious. Yeah. yeah, They are really funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do a lot of fun stuff. Yep. Okay, so what's next for you? What's what's on your what's on your bucket list next? Like, do you have another thing that you're trying to do all college games? Like, where where, where are we at? Oh my gosh, this was like the big thing. So I'm like, well, crap. Yeah, where do you go from that? now? No, Aren't no, you no, like 25? You got a lot of life, girl. <laughs> I uh, oh my gosh, I like don't even know what I'm gonna do. I don't know how I'm gonna top this. Yeah. Uh, but I do. I would love to hit all of the minor league stadiums. Oh, um, wow. That's not possible in one season but I'm gonna start chipping away at them I'm uh gonna definitely drive to a bunch um this season yes so yeah I'm excited to do that but like it won't be like last summer nothing nothing will ever top last summer that's for sure no for sure so are you what are you doing like right now are you heading out to spring training to start checking out spring training sites yeah yeah so actually um heading down to spring training tomorrow so um uh, that's yeah that's what you see behind me right here is um my <laughs> the stuff that I have laid out that I'm going to pack so I'm going to drive down to spring training I was like toying with the idea of doing like a spring training road trip and like doing all the 
you know, the Cactus League, doing all the Grapefruit League, but yeah. like with everything starting so late, I kind of don't have enough time. So yeah. maybe next year. I thought it would have been fun, but like, I don't think it's going to work out this year. Uh, but I, I always go to Arizona because I, I've become a huge Rockies fan. So mm-hmm. it's, I, I love Arizona spring training too, because yeah, you can like get to a awesome. lot of other facilities pretty easily that's, great. that's what i'm I doing like, this weekend yeah that's just awesome. just that <laughs> <laughs> we like the the rocky stadium as well our son lives in denver a lot of the year he is a raft guide on the real gorge and he oh, is, right. works at ski resorts up there so, so we're i to, think we're gonna have works, to sit in section 110 when 110 we go. that's yeah. right we need to remember that yeah he works uh he's looking at getting a job at steamboat this next year which i heard you uh were talking about how delightful that place is so i love steamboat yeah steamboat's one of my favorite places in Colorado so um yeah, yeah good for him that's awesome <laughs> yeah well listen if you ever get to Texas and you need a room and I have a pair of scissors and you owe me you know I mean we can we can make this work right here he you, trim, so. that's right you always have a place to stay here in Texas always have a room for you thank you for taking time during the middle of your packing to indulge us in some of our bucket list things we would love to do and so we just appreciate your time today and I hope oh you have a safe God. trip Thank you guys. And also likewise, you know, whenever you're in Denver, let me know. We'll go to the game. Okay. We can go have nachos at the game. That's right. Look forward to it. Yes. Oh my gosh. You guys are the best. You're my favorite kind of people. I love baseball people. Um, And I'm so grateful that I got to meet you. Yes. Thank you. We're family now. Yes. Um, Thank you, Susie. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Okay. She was awesome. She was really good. That was so much fun. Yeah. We got to wrap this up quick because I got to go get the guest room ready for for when she visits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get some more. I don't know if she's coming through Arlington this time. If she's heading to spring training, she's probably heading to Arizona. She's probably not driving this time. Okay. Uh, Maybe not. Well, anyways, she is like a girl after my own heart right there. Really, we could... And the coolest part is, like, you always hear, find something you love to do and find out how to make money at it. And that's totally what that's she's exactly done. exactly what she has yes. done. So that is an inspiration to me. Yes, totally. Yeah. I would like to learn how to make money at, what would you like to learn how to make money at? Huh? If it like relates nothing. to that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I would like to learn how to make money at sleeping. Yes. <laughs> I would like to make money. I really think what would be fun is just traveling. Like doing travel, because I know Susie does do a lot of that too. Yeah. Like she goes to hotels and areas and kind of reviews everything i, I mean love we to do able- all these things now we just don't get do, paid for it yeah we don't get paid and it, you know if you got paid you could take more time and like you felt like okay this is part of my career so we can spend a little more money here and you know have better right. equipment and all that stuff so just traveling and meeting people on the street and mm-hmm. that's what i would like to do just learn about different cultures and people yeah that's I'm- what i want to make money in. okay all right. I like the travel part. I'm yeah. not sure about the people part, but no, not <laughs> so really. So what would you want to do to make money at? What would I want to do that I could make money at? Yeah. Well, in a world with zero consequences? I'm not sure where we're heading, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this means. Cupcake taster. Cupcake taster. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a brand new... This well, is a brand new job. We already okay. had the conversation about this shirt I barely fit into. So I can't, it's a world with no consequences and I want to be a cook, cookie or a cupcake taster. Well, if you're a, if you're a food taster, cupcake cookies specifically, then when you're not tasting things, you can work out and burn calories. That's dumb. Oh, okay. So you just want the no consequences then. <laughs> That's okay. what I said, isn't it? <laughs>
Okay. So I feel like I was pretty clear in my expectations of this job. People have figured out weirder ways to make money. That's so right. now it's now you gotta figure this out. Yep. Logistic girl. That's right. Okay. <laughs> start investigating. <sighs> we'll start investigating. When are yep. we gonna go to a baseball game, Scott? I don't know. I was just looking at that. The Rangers start on the seventh. On April seventh. They do? Yeah. Um so I can't go to that one. Well, you won't be here and I'm already, yeah. I already have appointment schedule. So I don't know. We've got to look ahead. I looked at that. I did check that out. I actually looked at that today. Mm-hmm. I guess baseball was on my mind because I knew we were talking about this. We're so. going to have to, we're going to have to find some, some time to go. And again, Susie has inspired me. You could get me an RV for a summer to do this. <sighs> what? Way to go, Susie. You could totally get me an RV to do this for a summer. Wow. So you maybe heard we, it here first. maybe we split into two or three summers so that we... It's really I, not cheaper. Yeah, well, I know, but I don't think we can visit everything in one season. Okay. That we're missing. So. Yeah, for sure. Maybe we should drive in our car. Maybe so. Yeah. We're she's in Denver. Yeah. We can stay with her there. We've got plenty of people across the country <laughs> we, we can stay with. We do. Okay. Let's make it work. Maybe we pick a month every summer and we hit three or four stadiums until we get it done. Okay. Okay. I got a lot of plans to do and I got to go get that guest room ready for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Party Party Five and a Half. Like and subscribe if you haven't already. And we would love it if you would leave a comment, review in the notes. We just thank you so much. Party Party Five and a Half, over and out. We'll see you next time. We got a great picture. What's his name? Well, we can't even spell it. We don't worry about the pen as much. We just like to see the boys hit it deep. There's nothing like the 